Welcome to the Sisters of Christ podcast. I'm Jeanette Bordeaux, your host. This is the podcast where you can come and have your faith stirred up and be encouraged by sisters like me and other amazing women that we have on the show who share advice and testimonies. Our hope is that you leave here more on fire for Jesus than you were before. Now get ready to be encouraged with today's episode. Hi sisters, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited because today we are kicking off a brand new series called the Worship Series. So I really felt the Lord put this on my heart to bring on guests and bring on other women to talk about worship because it is one of the ways we get to connect to the Father's heart and go deeper in our intimacy and relationship with Him. And today we're kicking off the first episode with Michelle Marie. She's a singer, a songwriter, a worship leader, and a wife. She's been leading worship since she was 16. She's co-written songs for Tribal, and she's also sang in the choir of Maverick City's music tour. She currently is a worship leader at her church plant in Rockland County called Ignite, and she's also led worship at places like Times Square Church. She has a brand new EP out called Foreign, and I have personally listened to this. I love every single song on it. It is a total of four songs, just really expressing her journey of saying yes to God and realizing that he is a source of peace, rest, and true love. So that's what we're going to talk about and just talk about her journey with God today on the episode. Let's dive in. So how I like a, to kind of start, um, not every interview, but I like sometimes when I have the opportunity to ask, like, what, like, has your journey been like with Jesus? Wow. What has my journey been like? Uh, it's been, um, it's been, I would say it's been a journey. I feel like everybody kind of has to go through this journey. Um, but it's been, um, a journey of surrender. I would say, I think it's the best way to put it a journey of surrender. Um, you know, he's called me to say yes to him so many times and no to the world so many times. And that takes a lot of humility. It takes a lot of, you know, just dying to flesh and allowing him to have his way. And I found that in this journey of surrender, his way is the best. His way is the best. There is no other option that's better than what he has for us. He knows exactly what's going to lead us down a, a, a path of success, a path of love, a path of freedom, and yeah, all of that good stuff that came with surrendering to him. Wow, that's so amazing. And yeah, I <laughs> hear a little bit like upcoming your testimony and everything at the artist event, which is super, super cool. But I'd love yeah. to learn a little bit more about like how like your journey with the Lord has led you to like creating your own songs and music and like doing worship leading as well. Yeah. I remember when I was younger, I always loved to like sing in the mirror with like my CD player and I would play like J-Lo and Fergie and Nelly Furtado and you know that. Um, and I would really just, I'm like, man, like, I just want to, like, I always felt like I would do something in music, um, growing up. And when in 2011, when my family and I really went to church, I was 15. Um, ever since then I joined the worship team and I sang every Sunday and fast forward 10, 11 years later, I'm 26 now and I'm still leading worship. I'm still like, um, 
uh, I'm now the worship director at a church plant in Rockland County. Um, and I just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for this gift, but it wasn't until I laid it down and said, God, I'm going to create music for you that I really felt like he started giving me the words. He started giving me the melodies and it came a little bit easier when I surrendered, like it all goes back to surrender somehow. And um, instead of writing for my glory alone, and you know, I always had this, um, I knew I wanted to write. I was always writing and I was always writing songs, but it was hard. And I would try to write pop songs and, and just, uh, and when there's nothing wrong with that, I write a lot about my own situations and just what life is, but it was for my glory to get known and to, you know, just sound good and get the attention of men. And, um, but it wasn't until I was like, you know what, God, I'm just going to write songs that you okay. I'm going to write songs that you give me the words to. I'm not going to worry about anything else. And that's kind of like when everything started flowing. That was in my early twenties. Um, and yeah, that's, that's where I, you know, I, I released my first project, my EP in November of 2021 called Foreign and it's out everywhere on all streaming platforms. And that was literally a whole project, every song just about my walk with God saying yes. And each song is just like one song is about the rest that I found in him. One song is about the love that I found in him. One song is about the freedom I found in him. So it's just uh, the story of my journey saying yes. Wow, that is so beautiful. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah, I literally, I have your song stuck in my head. This is a different kind. I literally, oh, yeah. singing, I was walking around my apartment. I was like singing that. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, that uh, like, <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that. So I love, I love your music. It's really beautiful. And Thank what do you think like that moment was when you realized like, I've been trying to write songs like kind of in my own strength. Cause it sounds like you had like, like a heart change, you know, you're like, oh, wait, yeah. Yeah, I think it was when I was trying to find my sound and I was really, and I think every artist, every creative, even writers and, you know, um, just creatives in general, I feel like they, they try to find who they are. Like they don't want to be, they get so tired of trying to be like, um, you know, those people that you look up to. Like, I didn't want to sound like, you know, J-Lo. I didn't want to sound like, uh, you know, um, you know, just people that I looked up to and I wanted to find who I was and my sound. And I think it wasn't until like, right, like we find our identity in Christ. And at the, that time I was struggling with my identity and who I am and who I was in Christ. And it was just, just this struggle of like, but I want to be a part of the world and I want to go out and I want to go drinking and I want to go party. But then it's like, but I know I want to go deeper in Christ. I want to see him. I want to feel him. I want to hear him a little bit more. And you can't have both. You can't serve two masters and you can't be lukewarm. You don't want one foot in and one foot out. So it was at that point that I was like, all right. I was like, I'm going to have to make a choice. And I just went all the way in. And that's when I found my sound. And that's when I was like, all right, like I'm, I'm, I'm going to be committed to you, God. And I'm just going to choose you, find my identity in you. And that's when my sound came and yeah. And it kind of like everything just flowed from there. Wow. That is so beautiful. Oh my gosh. And like, wow, that's amazing. God is so good. <laughs> He's just so faithful. Um, Definitely. Yeah, and I feel like, I feel like honestly, I get 
when I say I feel like I know that I get a lot of um girls who reach out like on the podcast that um they'll hit me up in Instagram DM be like oh I listened to this episode and they're kind of struggling in that place of like like kind of being in both places even though it's like I when I see the messages that some of the messages we get obviously I won't share details but it's like I can see the heart is that they actually really want to know God, but they just like, don't know how, cause they've never been that deep with him before, like right. been with him before. So like, and, and I know what that's like, cause that was me. So like, how do you, how did you, I don't know how, what was that moment like for you? Like, I know you talked a little bit like surrender, but like what brought you to that? I think it was definitely a process. It wasn't overnight. And I think a lot of us feel um, we get very uh, scared because we feel like it's such a huge feat. We feel like it's too big and we're too small. Like it's, it's too much to change, but it's not an overnight thing. It's a process. And for me, it was many yeses. I would go back. I would like go 10 steps forward and then three steps back and then 20 steps forward and five steps back. So it was always like, it took a while to get to where I wanted to be. Um, and I just remember when I was going through, and I know I shared this a little bit when I saw you at um, the event, uh, when I was in um, my, my, my last relationship, I really felt like God was pulling me away. And not just from that relationship, but from certain friends in general, that friend group that would lead me um, towards a path that was in the opposite direction of where he wanted me to go. Now I remember watching worship one day and a friend of mine was leading. She goes, I feel like the Lord is saying, say yes to him. What's the worst that could happen? It won't kill you. And when she said that, it was almost like everything shifted into perspective. I'm like, wow, it won't kill me. And I don't know why for me, I felt like it would be the end of the world if I dropped everything, if I dropped who I was, who these um, people knew me to be. I thought it would be fake. I thought it would be disloyal. And my loyalties and my love were to man. It was to my friends. It was to my ex. And it just shifted everything in perspective. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to say yes to God. I'm going to, I'm going to try it. I'm going to break up with my ex. I'm going to stop hanging out with these people for a little bit. And I'm going to see what happens. I did it. Did it hurt? Heck yes, it was, it was, it was so bad that even, you know, um, I would go back and forth in the relationship. It, like I said, like it was hard for me to say yes and stay away. And, you know, I wouldn't recommend doing that. I would say, when you say yes to God, keep going. Cause you don't want to go back and then things start happening. Right. But I would say, um, that first yes will shift everything. It won't be perfect. It won't be an automatic yes and then you change overnight but it's a process and be patient have grace with yourself um we're all a work in progress wow that is so good and what I love about like you saying that um is like it's like you it like hearing like the process and the journey I love that you shared that because that's so real and like I went through something similar one of the things you said is like like or what I hear from your story is like whenever you actually said yes to the Lord you actually ended up finding yourself and before, right. like, like you're like oh I was trying to find my identity and like other things but it's like oh you actually found like the thing that like is most aligned with like your purpose in God like what God has for you and like the calling like really on your life yeah 
exactly. That's yeah. Nice. So, you know, when, when it, when it, when it comes to, to God, it's just like, I feel like, like I had mentioned before, like everybody feels like it's such a big, like God is this big God. Like if he's not personal, like it's hard to connect with him. But I think it's in those moments of just being in your secret places when you get to know him and that's when you really get to know who you are that's when you get to know your identity in Christ that's when you get to know um what he wants for you and I think um just setting a time that side is super important for me that's what's helped me in my walk and figuring out who I am and what he wants um I think that's super important but um, yeah I love that yeah we're all about secret place here so (laughs) yeah that intimacy um I'd also like to know kind of like like what how how like your like perspective on worship and even maybe like that secret place intimacy has changed because you said you started worship at like 15 and then Mm -hmm. now it's like 26 like and obviously like all those things that you're sharing like all these changes and like going deeper with the Lord like how has your perspective on like worship like really like evolved and like revelation or anything you want to share Yeah. So for me, when I first started, I feel like my view on worship is definitely performance-based. I thought that a lot of it had to do with, you know, just, I don't know, sounding good and singing good and having fun, which, you know, that's all great to a certain extent, but when that's all that matters, that's a problem. So um, now it's more of a humility Thing. it's a heart it's a heart thing it's a it's a heart posture um worship it has nothing to do with us it has everything to do with God and basically ushering in his presence and allowing the congregation to be aware of his presence and um be focused on him if the congregation is focused on you singing then you know that there is a problem there that should not be happening at all it should not be about you know um how we're singing or how we're doing and the show that we're putting on. So it's definitely shifted in that way. I've had a lot of um, heart checks uh, and and people checking me. And I think when it comes to worship leading and being a leader, you have to be able to accept correction. And I know they speak about that in Proverbs. Um, And I think it says something about like, only a fool doesn't accept correction. Everybody has room to improve. Even I always tell my, um, I, I, I do vocal lessons. And I tell my vocal students, even Beyonce has room, has room to improve. Like I'm sure she wakes up every day like, I can get better at this, right? So we're never gonna, we're always a work in progress. We're never gonna arrive. Um, and we always have room to just be better. So when it comes to God and just having that humility and that heart posture, okay, God, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to sing? What do you want me to say in this moment? Do you want me to stay silent? Do you want me to pass the mic to somebody? Like sometimes that's that's a lot of humility because some of us may not want to pass the mic. Some of us are like, oh no, this is this is my song. This is my time to sing. But maybe somebody else, you know, it's 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 very um pride killing. So that's uh been my journey with worship, really just uh having the posture of humility. Wow, that is so good. Oh my God. <laughs> Anyone who is thinking about becoming a worship leader, like get your right. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. I love that. And that's, and it just sounds like it's a lot of just being attuned to like how the spirit's moving and like what God's like doing in that moment instead of like our own plans of like worship too. Like, oh, I want to sing this song today or it's going to go this way. And it's like, the Lord's like, no. Exactly. Exactly. That, that was actually, um, when I, as a, I've never been a worship director or like, I've never overseen, like I wasn't an overseer for a worship team until November of 2021, a couple months ago. Um, so this is definitely new for me. And when I first started, I noticed that, you know, the, the congregation wasn't reacting to the, the music or the, the songs the way I had hoped. Right. And, and keyword, I, the word I, right. So, um, I would always wonder, and I was getting upset and I even said like, man, like God, they're not, do they not want to worship? Are they coming here? Um, you know, just to be here. Like, it doesn't seem like they want to raise their hands and lift their voices for you. Like it's making my job harder. And that was, that was what was going through my head. I was angry. Like, you know, like, come on, like, this is, this is God. He deserves more, but I had to get checked. And, you know, uh, uh, a brother of mine, um, who was also a leader in the church, he was like, Michelle, the only job you have is to follow the spirit, nothing less and nothing more. Cause those two territories can be very dangerous. Mm. Anything less of what God is telling you and anything more of it is not him. It's all you. So you need to be exactly where he is and what he's telling you to do. And that is it. Whatever the congregation is doing, whatever they're saying, however they look, doesn't mean that God is not touching them in the moment. God can be speaking to them in the silence. God can take what was being said during worship and work on them throughout the week. So then the following week, they may have a different change of heart. It has nothing to do with our quality of worship and has everything to do with what God is telling us to do in the moment. And that is it. So, yeah, that is so good. That's just (laughs) like, that's really big wisdom because even people who like are on the worship team, it's like, you can be excited in worship and think the same thing, or you can be the one that's more quiet and you see everyone going crazy and you're like, they're weird. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you're, or like, or you're like judging yourself like, Oh, should I be like that? It's like, mm-hmm. right. just touching you and everyone's different. So I love that you like mentioned that. And even just from like a worship leading like perspective too. That's so helpful. And I'm super curious. Cause like what you said, um, like how people react. So have you had that same like experience when you're performing like your songs or when you're putting out your songs, like how has that played out in like your own personal music? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think when I do my own songs, I try not to even look (laughs) at the the, uh, audience if I'm singing, you know, somewhere outside of church or an open mic event. Um, I really... I try to apply how I worship to when I sing my own songs, even because that's worse, right? Like it, 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 I can say it's my songs. And then when I don't get the reaction I want, I'm going to get upset. But if I look at these songs as God given, God breathed, God gave me these songs. These aren't really my songs. I just put my voice to it, but it really is God's words to his people then when people don't give me the reaction that I want, then it's like, okay, well, this was, 
this is what God told me to sing and may it bless you, you know, however, however it may. So it's just looking at it in the same perspective because it's still worship. My music is still worship unto him. So definitely looking at it through the same lens. Wow. I love that too, because I think, I think that's helpful because I've met like different artists um, who they have worship songs, but then they also have songs that aren't necessarily like worship. Like you play like in, you know, like a uh, like Christian setting or something like that, but the Lord gave it to them. And it's like, still like them, like releasing it. They're like the things that I do for you, like our worship. Or right. like, like, um, no, I can't remember the verse right now. If you don't listen to my podcast, you'll know I Google, like, I'm like, what's that verse? I like Google it. You're <laughs> recording a podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love like, it. Yeah. And it's like, um, something, it's like everything you do, do unto the Lord, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. But I think that was one thing I wanted to ask you too is like, whenever you're um, like writing your songs, like what is that process like, like for you? Like, do they come out of like the secret place mostly or is it something you're like actively like trying to do? Um, I think in every season it's different. I think um, in some seasons I'd be like in the shower or walking down the street, um, just in the most random places and God would kind of like drop it in my spirit. So for foreign, the title track to my um, EP, uh, I was sitting a couple years ago on my lunch break in Dunkin' Donuts and I heard a song on the radio and I was like, oh, that's fine, let me start writing it out. And I started writing it and it took about a year or two to finish. I would come back, leave it alone, come back, leave it alone. There's other songs that I've written recently, um, mainly in my secret place where I put on some worship I read my word and then I'll get to writing. Mm -hmm. And it's different. I really feel like it's never um, like a one track way to write a song. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's great because you don't ever wanna feel like you are, um, you can only write songs in this space or you can only write songs here. You know, God is not confined to a box. He's not confined to walls. He can drop a song in your spirit and give it to you in crazy ways like I've even had melodies in my dreams did I remember them no (laughs) but I've heard them I've heard them and he's given to me and I've heard people have had dreams of of songs before and um you know it's come out of that so it really is um just going for it and trying it like if there's any creatives listening to this or songwriters like whatever you feel in the moment like go for it if you feel like you need to go to a coffee shop go to a coffee shop if you want to write on your sofa or in bed or wake up three o'clock in the morning and write, go for it. I don't think there's any like surefire way. So. Wow. That's so good. And then also like, um, I want to hear just, um, kind of like your inspiration. Um, I guess like what, what's your favorite song on the album? And Mm. then also like, tell us like the story like behind it. Ooh. Okay. So, hmm. I would say my favorite song on the album would be Rest. And I wrote that song during quarantine. I think it was like April of 2020, right at the height of it. And it was 12 o'clock in the morning. My family was asleep. And I felt like this melody coming. And it was about not getting any rest, not getting any sleep. So I started writing it. And I really felt in the moment that this was for people 
who stood up at three o'clock until three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, crying, weeping with like worry on their hearts, burdens on their minds. And I really feel like God was like, this is for my children. This is for them. And it was his words. So if you listen to the song, it says, the opening line says, oh, child, won't you try to sleep? Give your thoughts to me tonight. It's really from the voice of God. It's his words, his thoughts singing over his children um, with my voice, but it is in his perspective. And I've never written a song like that before. Um, and I've never had a song come that easy. That's how I know it was Holy Spirit. You know, God breathed on it and was like, this is for my children. So it's my favorite song because even when I listen to it, I, I cry and I weep to it because I'm somebody that struggles with anxiety, with overthinking, with, um, you know, just feeling like I need to find a solution to every single thing that I go through. So laying those burdens down, laying my worries and my thoughts down um, is a daily thing for me. And I know there's a lot of people like that um, that can relate to, you know, that feeling. So if there's anybody listening to this that is dealing with that, play it. And it's, it, it just really fills the atmosphere with God's spirit. So, yeah. Amen. And I actually remember, I'm pretty sure you played that at the event too. I did, yeah. Yeah. Cause you admit, I remember specifically you had said that and I was like, oh my gosh. And I remember when you were, um, when you were performing with your eyes closed, like you said, <laughs> that's legit. Um, and I was like, before I knew that you were like a Christian artist or who you were or anything like that, I was just like, this is worship. <laughs> like, I was like, like her eyes are closed. The words, I was like, she's singing to the Lord right now. Like, this is <laughs> and it felt so prophetic. So, um, oh, wow. Praise God. yeah, just letting you know, like what, mm -hmm. like, the way you felt it is the way like I received it as well. And it was just, wow. it was really beautiful. Um, yeah. I'm like, yeah. so good. I guess like my last question is how do you know, like when you're getting these um, songs, right? Cause I know a lot of people get songs like with just them and the Lord, like how do you know which ones to release? That's good. Um, I think, you know, I would say really just be aligned with God. I think you'll feel it. Like you'll feel when it's time and you feel like when it isn't. Um, when you're walking with God, you know, sometimes you don't even notice like certain things are God. So for instance, if I have two songs and I'm working on one of them and for some reason uh, I can't come up with the money to put the mix for the song or, you know, doors aren't opening for whatever reason for me to get this song out. But for this other song, things are kind of happening seamlessly. Mm. So I think you'll know as you go along, if you continue to walk in step with the spirit, like it'll just kind of fall into place. It's not anything that you need to uh, rack your brain over. But if you know that you're walking with the Lord and you're, you know, you're sensitive to the spirit. So now you're looking at things from a spiritual perspective, like, okay, these things seem to be happening often. Maybe it seems like this song is not meant to come out right now. So I'm gonna just put that to the side. But over here, things are happening a little bit easily. Um, the money is being provided. Let me go ahead and put this out and um, you know do this now because God has provided. So I feel like just that's how I would know if 
you know, it's time for a song to be released. That's awesome. I feel like that's so helpful too for like so many people that are going to listen. Okay. For real, this is my last question. I didn't even <laughs> saying that. I end up doing that on podcasts. I'm like, okay, my last question. I'm like, wait, that's so good. Um, what, like, I think this is a, a good question because I think of like the creative process. You said it took you like a year or two to write that album or write a song, right? right. How do you stay like encouraged mm-hmm. and like even like in a place of like wanting to create, like how do you get over that frustration that can like come up? Yeah, um, that is something that I struggle with uh, a lot. As a creative, you really feel like there's so much better out there you deal with comparison and you know it's a daily struggle um the way that I kind of try to get out that funk is taking a break from social media I feel like social media could be a place where uh you know could really just you can be on social media for two hours not doing anything and looking at everybody else's work and content and you had two hours to just be with the Lord write and work on your own things right so I feel like that can be a distraction so staying away from social media focusing on God um another way is talking to friends like talking to other God-fearing people like hey I'm feeling really discouraged about this I know God has called me to this what do I do talking to a pastor talking to a trusted friend um somebody that you know can stand in the gap for you that can fast with you that can pray with you um you know we can't do this walk alone so you know where where two or more are gathered there he is right so i'm talking to friends uh and i think just also being in your prayer life a lot more making sure again the secret place just i feel that's i feel that's where all pressure is removed and i feel like i can just go turn on a worship song or even sit in silence open up my word, put my phone to the side and just sit. And I think right there in that moment is where all the pressure is lifted because all he wants is me. All he wants is my heart. He doesn't need my talents. He doesn't need my skills, my songs, he, whatever. He doesn't want that. He wants me. So just going back to that place and remembering, okay, this is why I began. This is what it's all about. Yeah. That is so beautiful. Like, <laughs> it's like such a perfect way to end. Um, but before we hop off, I want you to share like how can we connect with you? Where can people find your music? Yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram at it's Michelle Marie underscore TikTok at it's Michelle Marie underscore. My YouTube is um, Michelle Marie, and um, yeah. And what was the second thing that you said? Yeah, where can we find your music? Uh, on all streaming platforms it's foreign ep and you can find it on apple music spotify your favorite streaming platforms it's everywhere and i'm actually dropping the acoustic sets to foreign this friday so that will be everywhere as well oh my gosh that's amazing i love that yeah and just thank you so much for your time and being on and and if you wouldn't mind could you just pray over like those creatives I just felt like yeah just release whatever the Lord gives you but even just praying for like the creatives that feel like they have like songs in them or and maybe like that discouragement that they've like felt but anything else you got to (laughs) okay cool awesome so 
Father, we just thank you, God. I thank you for this time. I thank you for Jeanette, Father, who just um, is so obedient, Father, to your spirit, Father, doing this podcast, God. I thank you, Lord. Um, and I pray that you continue to bless and anoint her for this, God. I thank you that you've called her for such a time as this, Father, to be a leader amongst women. I thank you, God. I thank you, Father. And I just want to lift up all creatives, Father, in this generation, Gen Z, millennials, God, um, and those who are just coming up, God. I pray, Lord, for boldness, a boldness, Father, a spirit of boldness to fall upon them, Father. I thank you, God, that we are coming to um, some scary times, the end of times, Father, just like your word says. And um, I pray that a, a Joshua and Caleb, Father, Joshua and Caleb generation will rise up, Father, will rise up, not caring what the world may think, God, but just going forth and releasing the words you have deposited in them, God. I come against the fear of man, of uh, the fear of, of sounding um, weird, the fear of not sounding like um, our peers or or those who are on the radio, Father. I thank you, Lord, that you have placed a sound, Father, a unique sound, Father, in your children, Father. And I thank you, that's what will set them apart, Father. That is the voice that will lead others straight to the kingdom, straight to salvation. I thank you, God. I thank you, Lord, that right now, Father, you're taking out that fear. You're taking out that anxiety right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that even in the moments, Father, the trying times, Father, that, that creators may go through, Father, that that will be where you birth the songs, Father. I pray that in those moments where they don't even feel like writing, where so much is happening, Father, in the confusion, Father, in the grieving, God, I pray, Lord, that that's where you will birth the songs. So if there's anybody that's going through a, a loss in their family, anybody who's going through financial issues, anyone who feels like they don't know what tomorrow will hold, just pick up that pen and start writing. Pick up your camera and start filming. Yeah, yeah, I thank you, God. It is, it's in these times that he will birth a miracle. And I thank you that you're using creatives, that you're using writers to document the history of what is going on now, the, to document the faithfulness of his love. I thank you, God. I thank you, Father. We thank you, God. And I pray, Lord, that you continue to, to rest your spirit upon your children. I thank you, Lord. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved this, definitely check out the show notes because I have linked Michelle's Instagram and also where you can listen to her EP. So go check it out. Go rest in the presence of God. And I will see you back next week for another episode of the worship series.